all, and welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a Star Wars podcast where we get to the guts of what makes Star Wars meaningful to us. I'm Alyssa Simmons, and I'm joined today, I'm joined today, uh-huh, by my two pals, Dino Nicandros. Yeah. <laughs> and Daniel Dawson. Hello there. And today we remain outside the Tauntaun as we continue our discussion on Marvel and Disney Plus series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Episode 2, The Star-Spangled Man, directed by Carrie Scogland, written by Michael Castelline. Yep, that's his name. And by God, we're Marvel fans. Uh, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Episode two, episode two of the Falcon and the Winter like, Soldier. You just rhymed. You said woohoo, and then the number two. Wow. Yes, I'm gifted. What can I say? Gift. That's a word. But you know what <laughs> else is a gift? Mm. This show. It's great. Oh yes, I thought you were gonna say the present. The present. And- <laughs> 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 yeah, yes. <laughs> Where does that come from? <laughs> you know, because there's no more present like the gift. <laughs> And no yeah. more gifts like the present. Anyways, let's talk about this show. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, you can't see it, but Dino is squinting his eyes so hard at us Dino's right now. Dino's left the building <laughs> Just, a little bit. My eyes are stuck in a squint. <laughs> <sighs> Woo. Okay. Well, uh, let's just like freaking get into this thing because there's a lot to chat about. Um, yeah. Truly. Easter, Easter eggs galore and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun, meaty stuff. So uh, let's what talk about it. What do we think it. of our brand new Captain America? Yeah, We're so, so we have. So, <laughs> the new Captain America kind of broke the internet because people hate him so much. Which after, is so funny. It's so yeah. funny. Um, he does be, look a lot like the grandpa from Up. I mean, that's. He has the, he has the chin of the grandpa. Yeah, that's that chin. He's got a little bit of an underbite. And I. Yeah, anyways, I I want to say, though, at the top, like... That's an Easter egg, by the way, his underbite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're just calling anything an Easter egg now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, you know, next Sunday is Easter. Is Easter. Very so. good. <laughs> that, that's... Um, so the episode starts, okay. and I was honestly expecting him to kind of be like a jerk right off the bat. Right. But and I he's think not. That they... He's like... He's, they're humanizing him, and I don't like it. I don't like it. But you know, you. But it, it's so smart because you know the writers knew that we knew that he was bad news. So they're like, let's paint him to be like a like yeah, a good so, person I mean, at first. He uh, right off the bat is showing that he has good intentions. He's like, I just want to be the best Captain America that I can be, and be all that you can be. And uh, to be honest, like Sam and Bucky are kind of being like fourteen-year-old. Dummies. Oh, yeah, they're jerks. Yeah, yes. yeah. Like, I understand they are upset because he has the shield now and they're like, Steve is their guy. Right. But Sam Sam has many things he deservedly should be upset about. And yeah. we'll talk mm-hmm. about all of them. Correct. Mm-hmm. Like, for real. This is not one of them. 
No, you, it's you just... You handed it over, dude. Right. He did, yeah. And I think that that's obviously a big theme through this episode is yeah. he felt that that was the right thing to do. And now and they're having to... Maybe it to, was, but... And now they're having to live with it. The consequences, so, yeah. Um, yeah, the thing that really upset, <laughs> upset me the most is that, um, you know, Sam and Bucky basically just, like, leave the new captain and his, his pal, who we learn is Battlestar... Oh, so that's yeah. exciting. Oh. Um, drop. They basically just like leave them to kind of like deal with the flag smashers. And so right. for me, I was like, all right, guys. I mean, I know they're kind of halted off of the truck and everything, but um, so we're getting a little bit more info on the flag smashers. Uh, and I say a little bit generously because like I still feel like there's a lot of information about them that we don't know that we should at least kind of know some of by now. Yeah. Um, we know, uh, well, first of all, first of all, I just want to say that they absolutely are the villains from Legend of Korra. (laughs) If you have have watched that show. Yeah. They absolutely are the Equalists and Red Lotus Uh combined. Sure. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they, we just don't really know exactly what their intentions are. We know that they believe that their cause is just. To me, it feels... Yeah, I think that's legit. There's, 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 they're painting uh, with with gray colors for sure. Yeah. Like it just like they're these guys are somewhere, at least seemingly to me in my first glance, that feels like they're somewhere in the middle. They're not good. They're not bad. They're 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 people with good intentions that that are maybe going about it in the wrong way or or maybe not. Well, yeah, I, don't know. I mean, their whole thing is they think so. The the uh, uh, what is the government agency called? Uh, the the GRC the global uh, yeah, repatriation mm-hmm. yes um, which is basically the people that are like trying to help the people that were blipped right right mm-hmm. you kind of fit back into society and the flag smashers are uh, have, have felt completely ignored that nothing is being done for the people that actually survived the blip right. and now have to accommodate uh, half of humanity returning right and I thought it was actually in a sense I thought it was actually kind of uh, timely that part of their oh, this, scheme in this, this whole episode, show has been very timely so far yeah, yeah oh yeah sure. in many ways but like their their particular scheme in this one is they're smuggling vaccines yeah mm-hmm. because there's a you know they, they they want their fair share of vaccines because yeah. of uh, yeah you know, for the obvious reasons yeah, so um, we'll get back to Flag Smashers in a sec, but, um, you know, we get some cool segments of, of the new captain, and he's clearly, like, you know, he's good with the shield, and you right. learn that he's... Yeah, he's this, very good with yeah, it. Yeah, we learn that he's too good with the shield, question mark? Because, you know, it, I, it's just, to me, it says, like, this guy is part of that super, super people, you know? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, what... I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if he has the going. serum yet, but in the comics he gets it. Yeah, so it feels like he like I don't maybe think, him well, and his uh partner um Yeah, well we know for sure <laughs> we know for sure that he hasn't had the serum yet. Yeah. We we know for sure that he hasn't, you said? Yeah, because it's like it's hinted at like uh, several times in the episode that he he does not he's not soup he's not a super. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 even if, because I don't remember him saying that he didn't. I just remember him kind of like they, they when they're um, later on, they're in the 
the car together. He's just like, come on, let's take a ride or whatever. And like, I think uh, Bucky or um, Sam like mention the super soldiers and like he kind of gives a weird look and he's just like, uh, like he's just like super soldiers, huh? Oh, you know I, mean? I took that weird look as like, I'm the new Captain America and I don't have super strength and the last captain did. That's sure. how I took the. Yeah, I kind of agree with you, Alyssa, and I kind of think I'm sus. Like when he went up against uh, Carl, uh, Carly Morgenthau, the head of the the Flag Smashers, uh, he was expecting a very easy fight, <laughs> and then he gets just the crap knocked out of him, and he goes right. flying. And I think if I w- if I were well, to he was theorize, going up against like what four or five of those super soldiers, basically. Yeah, but it, I mean, he he got his face kicked in by her and i he think did. Did. if i was to theorize what's happening here he's going to realize very quickly that he is overmatched mm. and that he needs the super and, serum and right and he and and battlestar yeah battlestar are going to uh need it absolutely that, that's 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 valid and i i could see that too um some people do go both ways <laughs> um yeah i am yeah i i'm just like everything that he says is subject to be suspect. Um, yeah, I think we'll get there. I think right now, yeah, especially early on in the episode, we're not getting any spookiness out of him. Oh, we did well, though. We, we got that later. one where he says like the that one line. This is yeah, very at the end. Particular. At the end of that. Don't episode. get in my way. Yeah. But you know yeah. what? He. Uh, I don't think he he's going to be a villain from the perspective of Sam and Bucky, but I don't think right. he's a. A villain in the in the yeah, traditional well, yeah. like Zemo sense. I think like when he yeah, says like no. don't don't yes. get in my way, he's telling this to people, uh, a pair of guys who just told him, not only do we not want to work with you, we work outside of U.S. jurisdiction. Right, right, right. And right. he is paid by the U.S. military, so it's kind of right. like, it, okay, well don't don't cause problems because. He will be hurting America's interests. So he is sure, quite sure. literally Captain America. Yeah. Now. Yeah, totally. Um, we have some pretty funny moments in this episode. Um, Sam's big three bit was really funny to me. Oh, there, yeah. there are three types of bad guys that they always face androids, aliens, and wizards. Yep. And then there's like a silly hobbit bit where, you it's know, like, oh, yeah, I read the but Hobbit. he's like, Oh yeah, I read Back the Hobbit when it came when out. It came out. <laughs> And um, I just want to say, too, because I, I, I remember watching the trailer for the show and they were kind of like trying to show off um, their banter together. Mm, like, yeah. oh, yeah, these guys are an odd couple and they're going to get into some shenanigans and it's going to be funny. Like, just you wait. I don't know. Like, for whatever reason, when people do that in trailers, I like cross my arms so hard. I'm like, no, you're not going to make me laugh and it's not going to be funny. But these guys are actually really, really, really great together. Yes. They absolutely yeah. are, and I think that, to be honest, the show's the show being able to work is dependent on that. Totally. Well, and Kevin Feige cited the the little twenty second scene in the middle of the big fight in Berlin during uh, Civil War when the two of them are facing down Spider Man, oh, and uh-huh. he kind yeah, of yeah. hands it to him, and they end up webbed to the ground. Yes. And he's like. Couldn't she, he 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 uh, summons Red Wing and Red Wing takes Spider Man for a ride and Bucky's like, couldn't you have done that earlier? I hate you. <laughs> I hate and he said you. that was the genesis of the show. 
That's hilarious. That's splendid. Yeah, yeah, totally. They're great. Um, and we get some other, you know, scene work with them. The um, I'm going to be honest with you. The therapy scene in this episode did not work for me. I felt. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, I felt like the therapy scene in the first episode was really wonderful and like very grounded and down to earth. And this this episode, this therapy scene felt icky to me. I don't know why. Well, you know, I hear here. Here's the thing. And, and it's it, it's a little bit of a trap because I am and I'm not sure. And maybe we'll get this in the um, in the behind the scenes. But there were parts of it that felt like they allowed them to riff and maybe they they riffed a little too mm. hard. Maybe, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, because there was like a moment that maybe maybe they, there was some riffing going on, but then there were some manufactured lines to sort of like help the riffing fit. Like um, I think because I maybe the and maybe you can tell me which line in particular made you kind mm-hmm. of feel gross. But there was one Mart I was just like, oh, that felt a little manufactured. It was the um, the staring contest portion. Oh yeah, like, I was no, like, it was cute. For me, but for like, me, it was just like. Oh, we're gonna do like a couples therapy exercise with like the knees touching, and I just felt like I was in a weird acting class, like working on like Meisner. And yeah, you're like, what? What actually is the purpose of this? And would you actually do that in this situation? Uh, yeah, I, I get that. Although yeah. uh, to be honest, I mean, I I was giggling throughout that scene, so definitely it definitely broke. Yeah, I don't know what it says about me that I kind of. <laughs> I found it funny in spite of what, of what you said, Alyssa. Like, yeah, I, I definitely felt what you said, but I still found myself like, damn it, I like them. Yeah, you're yeah, so I, But, sure, the, but that's sure. kind of what I was going off of before is that, like, when I was going into the show, I was, like, crossing my arms really hard, like, thinking, like, oh, they're going to try to make me laugh by doing a, it's like a ni- I mean, it is. They're going full 90s buddy cop. Yeah, totally. totally. And they, but they But they succeeded. They actually did make All me laugh. Way. I was like, damn it. Yeah. They, they fucking did it. Yeah. But the thing about the therapy scene that I obviously felt was useful was um, Bucky's line about, you know, Steve trusted you with the shield. And if he was wrong about that, then maybe he was wrong about me. And I think that that's that's obviously one of the main things that Bucky is struggling with on on top of all of the, you know, PTSD from being, a a, you know, an assassin. It's really good. A brainwashed assassin. So. Um, that I loved. Um, and to see that he's like aware of that too is, is yeah. Is so maybe that was, maybe that the therapist was like, I feel like he might like word vomit out some stuff with Sam here and yeah. that might be helpful for sure. Well, it's super interesting that Bucky has basically, uh, invested his self-worth and Sam's success as Captain America. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's a, it's a different dy- dynamic than what I was expecting, and I think I I think and it, uh, who knows if they, they'll go this route, and I kind of doubt they will. But I was almost expecting them to Bucky to have hard feelings that maybe he should have had the shield. Oh, interesting. But but mm. it, there, but it's kind of the exact opposite. He's he's so invested in in Sam carrying the shield, and Sam right. didn't want it. Right. And, and Bucky is so intent on establishing an identity without. Steve and sure and and without without Sam taking on that helm and and like that he's like then who am I right yeah yeah I I did especially like um his reiterating of the the second rule at the end of that whole conversation you know like what's the like what's the second rule again he's just like don't hurt anybody I think he said or she said oh. and, and and it's just 
I, I, I think it's up to interpretation maybe at least, but because I, I took it in several ways because, um, I mean, obviously he's like needs that for the future. Like, oh, okay, I need to remind myself to not hurt anybody in this next thing that we're about to, you know, because he's about to go talk to what's Zemo. his butt. Mm-hmm. Um, but also uh, they just had this, this conversation that was kind of like hurtful emotionally. Um, you know, so I, I didn't even I when we, we when they said the second rule in the first episode, um, I was just thinking about like physical hurt, but I wasn't even thinking about emotional hurt. So like, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I don't know if that's what they were intending with the line, but that's kind of where I went with it. Yeah. Well, and I it also kind of occurred to me that <laughs> basically the look he gives her as he leaves is like, I can't I can't promise that anymore. <laughs> right. Like, uh, yeah. Someone's getting hurt. Yeah. Somebody's it was gonna... loaded to say the least. Very um, loaded. So, uh, like we said, we do get a little bit of a, a closer look at the Flag Smashers, who um, we had kind of thought possibly in the first episode that the leader was going to be uh, Aaron Kellyman, who we know from... from Infus Nest. Yes. Um, so, uh, uh, Carly Morgenthau is her character name. And um, when Martin Landau, when we first see her uh, without the mask, uh, we uh, Bucky thinks that she's a hostage, and then she kicks his butt a bunch. Big um, time. Yeah butt this kicker. this scene. I want to know your thoughts about it, you two, because I thought it was strange that he got in the truck that that was like facing the the. The, the back of the truck was facing the front of the other truck. Oh, totally. The, I, my very first thought when he got into it is like, does the other car? Yeah, I was is like, the isn't, isn't the, the person driving that car like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe they're maybe they're driven by robots. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it does seem, I mean, yeah. assumedly maybe they are just like not as, well, they, no, they had to have been fucking worried because they, they they probably even know who that person is. You yeah, know? I didn't like, spend too much time in. thinking about it, but I did think it was kind of a weird Odd. little plot hole. Possibly. Yeah, you would think that like they would have shown a clip of the person in the other truck, like you know, signaling for the rest to, of yeah. or something. Right. I don't know. We got somebody right. on the yeah. back of the truck. Burp, burp. I don't know. Because it like got dramatic pretty quickly. You know, it he like did. flings the door open. Anyhow. Uh, the Flag Smashers get away, and we see them um, staying in a safe house somewhere in, in Europe. And they're, Germany, I think, right? Yeah, or Russia. I'm, I'm not sure I exactly. Think this, I'm was it Germany? I'm pretty sure it was Germany, right? Didn't they say it was um, Munich or... No, not Munich. I can't remember, but... Um, anyhow, and we learned that they're you know wanting to return things to the way they were during the blip, which was a piece right. of info we got during the first episode. Um, and the the motto of this group is one world, one people. And... Yeah, that was the first time I realized that, that that hand mark that we've seen is basically like a world inside of a hand. Like the world is like in the palm of right, a hand. Right, right. Um, so, boop, ba-doop, ba-doop. Um... He got the whole world <laughs> in his hand. Yeah, so... Definitely like the vibe of this group. They're spooky, and there's I, I'm sure there's a lot of a lot more that we're gonna learn about them. Yeah, but obviously. there was it's at the same time though there was like uh it, it um, at least for me it almost felt like they were also setting up a sense of empathy too. Yeah. Like yeah, you should empathize yes. with these people because of what they've been through, sort mm-hmm. of. 
Um, yeah, and you see that from Carly when she uh, kind of when the plane heist situation is happening. Yeah. Later on, and she she knows that like one of her friends, one of her people, is like basically sacrificing himself right. for right. their safety, and she is like crying on the plane. She's like, "Yeah, he just died so that we could get away safely." So there's, yeah, there's there's definitely some stuff. I I'm I'm excited to know more of their like motives the other than just house, like yeah. other than just like they liked it better during the blip. Yeah. Well, and and whoever this power broker is, that's that's, is, the, that's the crux. Is going to be that that's the villain of this Absolutely. show. Absolutely, yeah. And and the flag smashers are being hunted by this person. Mm-hmm. You see that the text message that says you stole something that doesn't belong to you, and and now I'm going to. So so I I was talking about vaccines earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So vaccines for what? I mean, because we haven't really. And like, well, and it occurs to me. Is this like a quote unquote vaccines, but they stole super they soldier serum, serum from this guy? I, yeah, that's what that I thought. Could be. Is it, well, either that or like, is there a cure for like the super serum? Like, to, I like, don't think they're looking for a cure. I think they're no, they're, they're jacking up some of their more, friends because yeah, you remember like a couple of these couple of these guys. The guy that sacrifices himself is clearly jacked up on it. Totally. Oh, yeah. 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 So I I think vaccine means serum just stole a bunch of yeah. su- super serum I, think that's a, that, that, I mean if that's what it is there's a whole lot of it wow yeah, yeah. scary wow we we wow um and then we find ourselves in what i think is the most interesting segment of this episode um where they go to baltimore and bucky takes sam to meet someone and Good this morning, um <laughs> tracy turnblad is nowhere in sight thank Weird. god and uh, <laughs> this someone who he wants him to meet ends up being Isaiah Bradley. Oh, gosh, who so we, good in this. We um, we thought maybe he was coming, and here he is. They and did not. This is just again a great example of these TV shows just not wasting any time, and it is nice. Yeah, it's great. So we learn that um, he was a war veteran who was able to stop the Winter Soldier. Um, during the Korean War, um, like basically because, ripped his arm off. Yeah, because <laughs> he was a super and is a super soldier. Yeah, and um, we uh, unfortunately have to learn that Isaiah was put in prison after his service ended, By, so that uh... he um could be experimented on and tested. And this was by where he points out Bucky's people, which at the time were Hydra. Right. Um. So. He's really angry. But 30 years. Obviously. Oh, my God. He's really... Well, I, I don't believe it was Hydra that imprisoned him, but he oh, said... Oh, so? He said they were in on it as well. He said even even oh. your people were... So he could be referring to the fact that the, these were Hydra people inside of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, so or, let's... Oh, um, I see, I it's, see. Un, it's kind of unclear, but he was imprisoned by the United States. Yeah. Oh, the... so that... Oh, okay. That, 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 that I didn't pick up on. But it, so... that, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, so let's have a little uh, Marvel Comics history lesson about Isaiah Bradley. Do it. Um, he was also known as Captain America, um, and uh, a comic that came out in 2003. And the character was one of 300 African-American military men who took part in Project Rebirth, a project that tried to recreate the serum that turned Steve Rogers into a superhero. Um, um, of these hundreds of men, only Bradley remained. So, um, 
and it's basically kind of like very much uh uh not mirroring but sort of like it's parallel to the um tuskegee's yeah the tuskegee uh syphilis study right um which unfortunately was a real life study that um the united states public health service um they misled a group of of African Americans with fake or misleading treatments, among other deeply unethical and hor- horrific practices. Fucking awful. Um, yeah. So Isaiah they don't teach that in the schools, at least not uh, when I was growing up. No, no. Um, so uh, Isaiah's story in the comics is is uh, pretty parallel with with that of the Falcon and the Winter yep. Soldier. Yeah, right. So um, just as you know. The show we're seeing now sees John Walker become the new Captain America following Steve's decision to stay, you know, to stay um, back past after Endgame. Um, Isaiah took on the Captain America name in the comics after Steve was presumed dead. While the white uh, Walker is being celebrated in the military, the African-American Isaiah was sent to prison. Um, in the in the comics, he's sent to prison for 17 years in uh, the show we're watching now, he says 30. It's 30, yeah. Um, yeah, so this obviously creates a, a, a huge dialogue with uh, with Sam and Bucky, and Sam is just like, how could you not, how could you not tell me that there was a black super soldier? Yeah, because like, Bucky knew the whole time. Well, and the question I wanted answered, and it was answered very quickly, was did Steve know? And yeah, thank me God too. He thank God he didn't. Um, I was so relieved. Yeah, so this is, um, like, you know, <laughs> obviously very timely in, you know, what we've seen in the last couple of years with right with the current state of our world. And mm-hmm. um, uh, what follows it, you know, the, the guys are chatting in the street and almost immediately a cop God. car pulls up. And, and I, then another one. <laughs> I, like... I held my breath. I was oh, like, same. I was like, yeah. oh my god, something horrible. Like, and it's and it's so sad to me that that was my reaction. Yeah, immediately, almost immediately, I was like, um, oh boy, here we go. Yeah, and so the cops get out and they're questioning them. They're saying, is there a problem here? Is he, you know, they they you know kind of motion to Sam and talk to Bucky and say, is he bothering you? And Bucky's like, no, we're just we're just having a conversation. Everything's fine. And um, then Bucky says, do you? Do you know who he is? And the cop is like, "Oh, oh, oh my gosh! Oh, <laughs> sorry, whoops. You're, you're the Falcon. I'm sorry, I didn't recognize you without your goggles. Oh, embarrassing." And then another cop car pulls up, and you're just extremely worried. There are neighbors coming outside to watch, um, and uh, we learn in a few seconds that there is a warrant out for Bucky's arrest because he missed his mandatory therapy session whoops the one that we've been chatting about already so he um gets handcuffed and placed in in the cop car and yeah i feel for me for me i didn't feel like a i've read a lot of reviews um of this episode and a lot of people felt like this was like a little heavy-handed or on the nose Mm. Um, but I didn't at all because it felt very much so like a real thing that you would see on the news. Hundred percent, yeah. Um, 
you know, they they kind of ease their way into this section of of the episode with um, there are two kids playing on the street and, and right. one, of the, one of the kids is like, oh, it's the Black Falcon. And yeah, mm-hmm. he's like, why did you call Sam him And Sam is like, why, why? It's just the Falcon, kid. And he's like, because I'm just black. It's like, and he's like, why? So what's your name? You black kid. Black kid? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, and I mean, I personally. I I wasn't like upset by like having kind of modern day political statements in a superhero show. Not at all. Um, well, I mean, that, the, the comics are are known for, uh, you know, sort of doing that in particular. You know. Well, and and what it does too is, uh, w- at least at this moment, we're assuming Sam eventually becomes Captain America. Yes. And right. And it just puts it into kind of stark relief that. Sam is dealing with that while also committing himself at least some point down the road to carrying on Steve's legacy as Captain America. Right. Yeah. And, and for all America and all Americans. Right. Yeah. And, and and that's that's got a that's got a way on him that uh he gets treated that way. Yeah. He's in a like, way that Steve never was. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 pretty. Um, it's it's a it's a ballsy move by Marvel, and I think it's really really good that they're approaching you know inequality um, and and not and, and just going head on and not like pussyfooting around it. Like they're just like this is this is the reality of uh, of our world and. Um, yeah, and we saw that in the first episode as well with with yeah. Sam trying to help his family out and. Being denied, oh a, being denied a bank loan, and and you know that that obviously is commentary as well on you know the superhero financial situation and how every you know post blip how the world is dealing with things. But it was very clear in that scene, you know, and his sister said said like, "This is not, you know what I mean? Like, we understand what's going on, <laughs> like." Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's and it's it's a comment also that when when a disaster happens, so like you know, the blip, obviously, uh, it it tightens the grip around minority communities. Yeah. Right. I mean, every hurricane that's come through Houston, it always it's always worse for minority communities. Even COVID. Yeah. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Financially and otherwise. So, uh, I don't know if elegant is the right way, but I th- I do think they've approached it in an elegant. Matter. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, um, it didn't, I mean, granted, it we didn't... are obviously not people of color, but I mean, I no, but but that's not even what I like. It's it's uh, it's just I I I should say it's just well written. Yes, I I, I don't feel like it was like heavy handed, and, and it feels very much in line with with Sam. It yeah, didn't come, it, it didn't it come out of left field that all of a sudden, like all of a sudden, he's worried about racial issues. Like it, it, it fits Sam. No, absolutely. It, 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 it feels it feels realistic. Like it's not just wedged into the story to make right. a statement. Like it feels right. like it's actually like telling it. Uh, it's part of the story, and it and it's a very important, pivotal part of the story. And this is what I've always loved about uh, Captain America comics and the character himself. I'm I, I'm I'll say as a you know a fan of Marvel. I love Iron Man because of Robert Downey Jr. Sure. But I love the Captain America character. And I have a couple friends who remember they saw the first movie and they're like, ah, it's too hokey for me to kind of on the nose, rah, rah. But that's kind of what I love about uh, the Captain America movies we've gotten and just the character in general is that on the one hand, 
you have the embodiment of everything America can be. Right. The ideal, the American right. dream. And that's embodied in Steve Rogers. And I love all of that. Like Freedom, the, bravery, and right. truth and, and, and light. And then on the other side of it, you have not only this racial issue now yeah. and and kind of the the blemishes that mm-hmm. exist, mm-hmm. but uh, and, and Winter Soldier and Civil War covers kind of the the political elements of of how much is too much government involvement and mm-hmm. when do when do we trade freedom for security and captain america like touches on uh every single timely the reality i feel like this our, our i feel like country. this series is is yeah. is only going to get better in that Which, regard to me i think i think is like one of the coolest things that stories like this can do you know yeah. because you can kind of see well, th- th- for me, like that's why I like superheroes. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. They they are good and they are just and they are fighting for the little guys and they're fighting for the injustices. And so to get to see that happening with things that are very current for us now uh is is great and amazing. Yeah. Um and I'm I'm totally here for it. Um, and then I love that Z. Uh, we haven't talked much about Zemo yet. Yeah, I was just we, getting into we that section. We don't really know what his role is necessarily. Yeah, a delicious but, uh, wine cooler. Even from Zemo's perspective, uh, his family was killed by the Avengers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. And nothing he does is uh, excusable in any Absolutely way. Absolutely not. But but even even the the villains in this series uh, have been negatively affected by superheroes right yeah. and they're not just doing and, it for the sake of being evil right and even and, and this is not even super related but even going back to thanos it's like they yeah. all have a legit gripe mm-hmm. right and that's what has made it the the more recent marvel films and now the series so friggin' interesting because right. you can never be a hundred percent in one camp yeah right Totally. Yeah. Maybe ninety eight percent, but there's like two percent of you that's like Thanos has a point. You know? Well, his, yeah. His methods are awful, and and it's it's not even achievable what he wants to do if you want to be like a a person with feelings. But you get it because his his planet suffered. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it will be very interesting to see his um, him and the Eternals because I'm curious how they're gonna yeah. like how they're gonna paint him in that if he's gonna be you know innately. Yeah evil or if he's uh you know it's developed over time totes so um, uh we chatted a little bit about the uh final confrontation with walker but um you know walker and uh Battlestar are both like you know we should work on this together and like we said like sam and bucky are like you know we're free agents not. we're gonna do what we want this is this would not make any sense for us to be working together and uh you know walker has like a okay well then um don't get in my way don't just don't even don't fuck with think about it um so upon that little uh interaction they decide to go see zemo who we know is the the villain uh mastermind from from captain america and what a delicious 
entrance for him. I just like the the opera music in the background and the, the... chessboard. Yeah, it's, exactly. I know. It's like, he's a master Hello. strategist. Uh, like I saw the chessboard. It's like, oh, you're one of those guys. Uh-huh. I was like, this is a lovely. I mean, I know it's not the same, but I mean, it's very, very much, um, uh, you know, like Magneto. Uh, oh, oh yes, yeah, totally. So we're like, we you know we enter into this like high security prison, and there we see Zemo for for a split second. And who's oh, Star Wars fans, did you note? Longer. And we assume you're a Star Wars fan if you're listening to this. Did you note yes. his cell number? Yes. yes. No, I didn't. 2187, oh, which is what Leia was, was confined Leia's. in. Also, it's Finn's Stormtrooper call number. Yes. FN2187. FN2187. Go. It's all coming together. Tie-in is coming. Tie-in it up. We told you it's still a Star Wars podcast. The See? great crossover event is coming. Told you. <laughs> uh, so, no. yeah, that's the that's the meat of the episode. There we were... didn't talk about one important. Oh, go go back. Go character. Um, Isaiah's grandson. Yes. Hello, young Avengers. Hello. Eli. Oh yes, yes, of course. Like yes. we're we, um, so. How many young Avengers have we got so far? We've got. So we've Hawkeye. got Wanda's kids. Yeah, got Wanda's kids. Mm-hmm. Wanda's that's... boys. Yeah, and then um, Eli is uh, Kate known Bishop. As... We're gonna get her. Eli's known as the Patriot. Is that his? Yes. Yes. Okay. And cool. he eventually, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. There, there, there's a rumor that his his story is like on the Disney Plus pipeline. Um, I think mm. the show Ironheart, which is basically Iron Man's uh, uh Riri, she 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 becomes Ironheart. Oh, you know what's yeah. interesting, and I don't know like what it is, but um, when Disney and like reannounced their release dates because of all the pushing that's been happening because of mm-hmm. COVID, um, they very quietly added another movie that nobody knew was happening. They didn't. It's a it's oh, an untitled untitled yeah. film, but um, people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa! There's another one. Um, so yeah, very curious to find out what that is. I, I, well, there's been some speculation. Maybe it's Deadpool three. Oh, that's interesting. Um, maybe they moved Blade up. Um, but yeah, what if it's mm. a Young Avengers thing? Oh, whoa, 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 that'd be cool. I think it's a little too soon. It might be too soon. Maybe. Well, you got to get it done soon because those kids next grow year. up very fast. So- Correct. Well, they'll just recast them. <laughs> yeah, very sad. Um, that that I I would I would think like the next big Avengers thing if if Young Avengers is like if that qualifies as the next kind of big Avengers thing, but mm-hmm. that might close out Phase Four. Oh, that would be interesting. Fa- you know, Phase Five we then see maybe the adults. I could see that. I could totally see that. But who knows? Um. Um. What was uh, a couple up? of little things that I noticed. Um. In the like pep rally good morning america segment uh-huh. that they do that was the uh like a you know revamped version of the alan mankin song oh, that was yes in the updated version the first captain america movie so that was punches hitler that man honestly does not write a bad song he, they're always catchy yeah he's good he's very good very true um more yeah, on the uh the where the Good Morning America interview took place. Mm-hmm. Um, just sort of a, you know, obviously staying true to the source material because uh, Custer's Grove High School was where uh, 
John Walker, aka U.S. agent, went went to school. Oh, that's fun. Uh, and um, also, I didn't know about this, but I I saw this. That is the home of a cell of the Watchdogs, an extremist right wing group uh, investigated by Walker and Hoskins after they become Cap and Battlestar. Oh, interesting. So, don't know if we're going back there for something, but just interesting to know that the source material is some other stuff happens Very there. Interesting. I um, um yeah, go ahead. I I also uh wanted to bring up to um Battlestar and um John Walker like they're they're in the comics Battlestar is sort of like his uh his like sidekick, mm-hmm. so to speak. And there was like a lot of talk on the internet being like, oh boy, here we go again. Like, you know, uh, the the white like, you know, uh, and then the, the black sidekick kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then you look at Bucky and Sam being sort of, sh- being shown as equals in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, with Sam eventually hopefully picking up the mantle of Captain America. I, I think it's interesting because they, they were kind of complaining that like, oh, they're doing But I, I think that they're potentially doing that on purpose to show the, the juxtaposition between oh, the yeah. two. Like a military two. hierarchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I believe Battlestar kind of comes to blows with U.S. agent at, yes. at some point and at some point in the comics. So, I you know, I don't know if they explore all of that or take some of that. But but I, I, I do I do think you're right, Daniel, that uh, I think it's purposeful to show that. The difference in dynamics between the yes. two mm-hmm. pairs, for sure. Yeah, there's totally um, they're they're commenting on the racial disparity there for sure. I think. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, one thing that I noticed and then looked it up and I was like, I knew it had to be something. You stinkers. You stinkers. Was uh, at the Flag Smashers safe house. There were stickers everywhere that said Hauser. Um, and Harry Hauser as like the Marvel host of the Hauser Report, which is a radio talk show. Mm-hmm. And in the comics, he criticizes Sam after he becomes Captain America. Um, so that's very interesting. interesting. Also, Mary Hauser was um, my choir director when I was uh, in church. That's it's absolutely, all coming together. That's absolutely that, what that was referencing. Marvel superheroes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey Mary, how are you? Hi, I know Mary. you listen to the podcast. She doesn't. She absolutely doesn't. <laughs> Love your work. Oh yeah. wowza! Um, those uh, are all the Easter eggs that Mary I. Mary Hauser found. literally used to charge us a dollar if we stopped smiling. Oh, Mary. <laughs> she, she sure did. <laughs> well, <laughs> those are intense times. This is just Passing... like giving you little nuggets so you understand why I am the way I am. <laughs> it's, I mean, I, I'm putting it all together. I have a file on you. That, yeah. That I'll be putting it makes this, sense, though, right? Do you have in. a separate You're... savings account that you put a dollar in every time you don't smile? Yeah, yes. I'm no, Daniel, that's actually a great idea, Alyssa. You should have a sa- Daniel, you should have a savings account. Every time you mention like a bodily function, you have to put a dollar in your <laughs> oh savings my gosh, account. He will be so you can rich retire. In five will literally retire you will retire by 40. the end of this year. Yeah. You will no definitely doubt. be able to buy a house no like doubt. in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I mean, my God. Wow. Yeah, just consider it. Yeah. Oh, you know Passing what? thought I had. Oh, sorry. I was going to say that no, there was no, go also for a license plate that um, was the same license plate 
that we saw in WandaVision. And I'm trying to. I'm oh, really? To, yeah, I, I remember see seeing. I, I, I didn't re- recognize it at first. And I, was um, it Mephisto's Mephisto. car? Mephisto's yeah. It's Mephisto's car. car. You're right. It is. Oh, my God. <laughs> we I have to it. bring him up. We are going to have to bring him up. Hexagonal shaped on... license plate. <laughs> <laughs> we have to bring him up on even on Star Wars days. We have to bring That's him right. up. We have to. Yeah. Mephisto is. Hold on a second. So it probably was just like a Marvel birthday or something. Yeah, it's like, isn't that cute? Oh, God. Uh, Dino, what were you saying while Daniel is searching for his license plate? This isn't related to anything that's currently happening in the show. Okay. Um, It's not even so much a theory. Mm. But I've been wondering about the status of Red Skull. Ooh. After we, if you remember, he's Captain America's chief villain and mm-hmm. the founder of Hydra. Right. He, when he uh, placed his hands on the Tesseract, it it transported him across the galaxy and put him basically in charge of overseeing the Soul Stone. And so once the Soul Stone was returned or uh, and or, you know, dest- well, first destroyed mm-hmm. before, you know, Steve went back and returned all of them he was freed from his Mm. uh job as the keeper of the soul stone oh really and the russo brothers confirmed that he is free to kind of go do what he wants get the hell out Uh oh Oh, my god Uh uh-oh so where is red skull that's Mm. fun oh i'm sure he's just retired he's just super happy to be ex-nazi he's just very he's probably in argentina (laughs) that's where they always go you're right um uh, number one, I want to see the movie where Steve goes and puts all of the stones back. I do too. That'd I be, feel like that would be that'd so be pretty cool. Because cool. what happens when he shows up on Vormir and he's right. walking up and has got his briefcase and he's like, the hell are you doing here? Yep, just returning something we took. Thanks. <laughs> and Hi. and how does, yeah, how does Red Skull feel after spending mm. 80 years as a bodiless keeper of the stuff look he wouldn't be alive if he wasn't going to be used later on sure I'm just i'm just gonna say that yeah yeah that, that feels very safe and it will be say. a captain america like property so yeah i I'm hadn't not, i'm I hadn't not saying about it's him series. i hadn't thought about him at all but i watched all the captain america movies in preparation for this series and yeah i had that thought pop into my head of he's he's around he's around He's been inside us the whole time. Oh, I hope not. It's scary to have him Ugh. inside us. <laughs> Ew. Yes. Did you find out your license plate number? I didn't. I'm still looking like a oh, stupid wow. idiot. I swear Mephisto is in here somewhere. <laughs> um, uh, it was the X-Men. <laughs> it's Quicksilver. <laughs> um, well, also, Isaiah's grandson, Eli, he uses... Um, in the comics to enhance himself he uses a mutant growth hormone right they're like basically pills right maybe there will be there this time there will be actual x-men ties yeah like they, they'll be sure. very loose they're going to locations but that it's coming i think wandavision we just expected wandavision to pick up too many threads yeah of course, of oh, course. So which it had no business this, picking all of them up but like this um you know in their in their attempts to recreate the super soldier serum, they like accidentally created the like 
the thing that's going to unlock the mutant gene in everybody. Yeah. Somebody suggested, and I don't believe this, but it was it was just creative, um, mm. that they were talking about John Walker's like test scores, how his body is off the charts, and his reflexes and his intelligence is super high. Somebody suggested he's a mutant and doesn't know it. Oh, okay, oh. that's believable. If if he's like, not, a, that if he's would not be like super, a super cool. soldier, I would believe that he's a mutant. Like that would be a really cool introduction if like if if that's how they introduce mutants. Because I mean, like you look the way us. that he throws that that freaking um, yeah, it looks like shield. He, he, yeah, he yeah, already looks like looks he's a super really soldier. Strong. I yeah. do, I don't think it it is that, but that that would be super clever. But if, he's, he, yeah, his strength and his reflexes he was is just a, a little too much for a normal person. Yeah, and I'm wondering there are other people that that my my mom immediately was like he's helping the flag smashers. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so great. I, I so he thinks okay. I'm, I'm yeah. You're, my mom you're... my mom thinks that, and she thought that like in episode one. Yeah, <laughs> and I was yeah. like. No, I'm automatically sus of him, but I, I, I do think that he's, um, uh, that that him and um, Battlestar like know about the super soldier like program. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that. I'm straddling the fence here. I don't think they're helping Straddle. the flag smashers because John Walker is supposed to be. They're, they know like, more than they're letting on at the very least. Sure. Yes. Yes. But I think he's Steve on steroids in the sense like he's advancing America's interests and America's interests are not an abolition of borders. It is quite the opposite. And right. So I don't I don't think John Walker is aiding them. But if he's after if like he himself wants the serum for some reason, then yeah, maybe he's it's kind of uh, withholding information and. Uh, but I, I just think I think his villainous qualities are going to be that he is so intent on uh, advancing America's interests that he yeah. kind of doesn't care what the collateral is. Well, it's funny too because they're they're. I mean, I I think I I'm sure that they're doing this just to sort of juxtapose like you know to juxtapose eyes yes to juxtaposing yes juxtaposing um to show the side by side comparison between um. You know the OG Captain America sure. and and this guy, um, but like the scene when they're in the 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 um, in the jail and he's like bailing them out and you can see him in the background sort of like signing autographs and like being yeah. like oh hey blah 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 you know it's just like the, and and that's not something that like the original Captain America would even care not not necessarily care about but I mean he's like he wouldn't like go out of his way to like. I, he didn't care as much about the the glitz and glamour of it all. He was just, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, an, an interesting thing to watch will be uh, how John Walker handles the pressure because you can see he's under immense pressure. Sure, and they they took the time to establish that. Yeah, which and, I'm like, really glad they did. And they gave him a love interest, which he doesn't have in the comics. So yeah. that that further humanizes him. And true, he just wants to do a good job. So does. Just wanting to do a good job, meaning he'll do anything to do a good job, right. sort of thing. And that's what I'm worried about. He's yeah. gonna make a mess. Yeah, that, I think so. That real heroes are gonna have to fix, probably fix. Yep. yep. Oh, but then that. that means more heroes. The real heroes. More heroes. You're the yeah. real hero, Dean all in all, all in all, I thought that this episode really got us into the world of this storytelling 
More so than the first episode. We're already a third of the way in through the show. No. Gosh. That's terrible. Well, it was not. We thought maybe it was going to be a little bit longer, but with credits, it was the same length as the first episode. Yeah, look, I'm I'm loving this runtime. I think it's perfect. Yeah, it's great. Same. Totally same. Thought Wanda was a little short. Same. This is perfect. Yeah. This is perfect. But it's super fun and... And expensive looking. Very expensive. Um, Mm -hmm. Just like Wanda, it's really nice to like have something to look forward to every week. I'm so confused. So like, am am I crazy by saying that this show seems like it looks more expensive than WandaVision, but WandaVision was more expensive? I I mean, it 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 rivals WandaVision in cost, but they spent I think. I mean, they they got a Marvel movie budget on the on this, so yeah, it's. I think it just looks more expensive because they really, I think more of the money went to the action shots. Sure. The CGI, yeah. The... Yeah. You can clearly tell. I mean, that first episode alone where oh he's my gosh. Um, out running the helicopters. It's like, it's oh insane. my God, this is well, every yeah, the, the, tra- the truck fighting scene that could not have yeah. been cheap. Yeah. No. 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 It, it's very clear what they're spending their money on in this one. Mm-hmm. For sure. Neato. Well, um, do you have any other thoughts and feelings before we wrap this mother up well i um i had a the peanut butter and jelly sandwich dinner? for breakfast today oh, um okay. i toasted it first though which is really that's the key that's the key to making well, it delicious did you, you really toast peanut butter what? and jelly i did too oh you've never done that oh it's oh, so good this sounds it's like heathen good. behavior <gasps> no 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 no. do it Tro- toast good. your toast and then put your peanut butter and jelly peanut on butter and jelly warm no, you what's good i don't want it warm uh, well, you can just that, wait for the toast sandwich. to cool then. But it's that crunch, bitch. It's that Sorry, crunch. you guys do that one wrong. Mm. I'm going to have to call somebody. You do that wrong. <laughs> well, on Whatever. that note. <laughs> Completely unrelated. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm I'm going to go see uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. You oh, are? my God. And I don't, you were I just don't, talking about it, Daniel I and don't I. care. I'm going to have so much fun. Oh, literally, like the the reviews all say that it it the, the, they're actually good reviews, and they say that I know it, it has almost an eighty on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it basically just says like it delivers on its title, which is exactly correct. Like it, it's it's you you know what you're getting. It's yes. gonna be. We just lost Alyssa. As well. I'm oh, still here. <laughs> I just okay. I my video went away, but my audio's. This is a podcast, so they don't know. <laughs> no, we we can hear the yes, fact that your true. video is gone. That's yeah, I can hear it in your She's... in your in your. Well, voice. to all of you listening, <laughs> Daniel, Alyssa, and I are going to be in the same city once more, starting next week. Yeah. Yay! And we're going to be fully vaccinated, probably we're gonna, we're by all... what mid all, beginning of May now, I guess. Well, we will be in the well. Da- Dino's good to go already. Daniel's getting. I am. Uh, Daniel and I are getting our second shots on the twenty second. Twenty. I'm on the twenty first. Daniel's oh, on that's the twenty second. Right, lucky little turd. I'm gonna try and to get so, the fifteenth because I can. But I so just don't we will know. be thankfully in the clear to be in each other's presence on May the fourth. <laughs> incredible! What news. an amazing thing that is. <laughs> and and uh, well, and I mentioned this to you guys in the text. I'm not going to spoil it for our listeners, but we have. We're we're gonna do a very special ceremony. Yeah, oh, we've yes. got a we've got a good plan going, and yes. it's so exciting. 
Uh, um, the the it. Ewok, all the Ewok movies are coming to Disney Plus yeah! on April second. Oh so so look out for our reactions to that. We definitely we will, will have be doing several. That. Yes. My word. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, thanks so much for listening. This is Inside the Tauntaun, a Star Wars podcast. It is. Uh, it is, even though we're talked about Marvel today. Um, <laughs> I, I'm Alyssa Simmons. And I'm Daniel Dawson. And I'm Dino Nicandros. May the Force be with you. Always. I love you, 3,000. Always.